Hello, I'm Andy Rose. <clears throat> Welcome to the fifth podcast that aligns with the Making Waves articles uh, for the Understanding Competence series. In this podcast, we're going to briefly look at the IMCID documents relating to the competence process. IMCID have created and maintained a list of competence-related documents. <clears throat> the main competence documents covering our four main technical divisions are as follows. IMCA C002, which covers the competence assurance and assessment for the Marine Division. IMCA C003, which covers competence assurance and assessment for the Dive Division. IMCA C004, which deals with Survey Division. And IMCA C005, which looks at the ROV Division. There's also an associated document, IMCA C017, which deals with um, assurance and assessment for marine roles for small workboats. <clears throat> Inside the, the, the four main documents uh, that, that deal with competence assurance and assessment, the guidance framework documents, they specify minimum standards for qualifications and experience, they specify a competence framework, and they provide a reference documents detailing procedure, criteria, and recording of competence. IMCA's competence assurance and assessment guidance offers a range of criteria, including academic and vocational qualifications, demonstrable experience, technical skills, medical certification, and appropriate training. Competence assurance is the process of collecting the results of competence assessments and ensuring that these are consistent and auditable through internal and or external verification. Competence assessment. Competence assessment is the process of collecting evidence of individual performance, knowledge and attitude, and reviewing this against specified competencies. Core or common competencies. Certain core competencies are considered essential to all personnel working at any level in the energy industry, and as such may be considered common to all job functions. These are such things as safety awareness, covering emergency situations, communications and interpersonal skills, and work-related activities, the knowledge and demonstrable skill levels in these competencies will also vary with a person's seniority and level of operational responsibility. So, for example, um, an ROV supervisor would be expected to lead safety briefings, whereas an ROV superintendent would be expected to carry out the actual emergency procedures. We then have key competencies. For each job function, there may be additional job-specific competencies. These may be considered as key competencies and central to the job involved. To assess these competencies, assessors apply specified criteria to determine whether a person has the required knowledge and can demonstrate their ability to complete the task. It's essential that an assessor undertakes to determine the level of competence of a candidate under the full range of circumstances which the candidate may be expected to face during his normal job. Whilst in normal operations, a candidate may appear to demonstrate the required competence for that role, an assessor should also introduce other realistic and relevant measures to the process in order to ensure that the full operating range of the role is assessed in an objective manner. The key competences are job-specific and are needed to perform the role safely and effectively. As an example, an ROV pilot technician grade one needs to understand the use of navigation aids to assist in flying the ROV. Now, each uh, competence carries a unique identifier, um, and these are made up of four parts. Uh, the initial part uh, determines the division. So M, for instance, is Marine Division. You've then got your, your job role. So A01 denotes master. You then have the, the area of activity. So, for instance, B05, that denotes pipeline 
activity in the marine industry. You then have the competence level. Uh, so 002 in this case determines that this is a second level competence. IMCA also offers guidance for the training of assessors and verifiers. IMCA's C007 document is the guidance on assessor training and IMCA C016 is guidance on verifier training. And these documents will discuss in detail the requirements necessary to provide quality assurance and confidence in the assessment and the verification processes. And these should be followed by all employees who are qualified and assigned to the assessor and verifier roles. Now the assessor role, the assessor should be a supervisor or manager or senior level at least, or other person approved by the company with the necessary professional qualification, knowledge and experience to be able to judge the competence being assessed. In some field, competence to carry out assessments may require special statutory qualifications or licenses, e.g. medical first aid assessments. Some organisations employ or engage with specialist personnel, such as external training specialists or third party assessors. The advice offered within this document focuses on the role and training requirements of all assessors. The verifier role, the assessment should be supported by verification of the assessment of the individual's competence. The role of the verifier is not to reassess, but it's to check that the uh, assessment process has been carried out effectively and properly, and also ensures that everybody on the scheme are, have undergone the same assessment process and it's fair to everybody. Um, the verifier should be used as part of the company's in-house audit arrangements. The verifier should be a supervisor or a manager or other person approved by the company with the appropriate qualification and or knowledge and experience to be able to review the assessments being verified. Verifiers may be on board the vessel or ashore in the company offices. Any verification procedure should be carried out by a recognised verifier. To afford a level of auditable credibility, it's important that the verifier is a different person from the assessor on each occasion. <clears throat> Quality control is undertaken by checking the assessment and ensuring compliance with the required criteria. Quality assurance is undertaken by checking that the way of the final assessment was conducted and that it is authentic and it is correct. IMCA also offer freelance e-portfolio schemes. Now, these are designed for people that may not work for a, a mainstream company. They may be freelance contractors, etc. Um, and it provides a way for them to control their own competence uh, documentation, which allows them then to take those documents between various companies, um, various agencies, for instance. <clears throat> so it provides a way that they can demonstrate that they are competent to the same levels as the equivalent inside a, uh, a contracting company, for instance. Um, the, the IMCA freelance portfolio it aims to address the difficulty um, that exists in, in individuals providing these uh, qualifications. And it allows the individual to control, maintain their own competence record. And it's a competence record which is readily portable between different companies. And it's a common standard for freelance individuals and the contracting company or agency can readily assess the suitability of an applicant. And now there's several documents available um, on, on the IMCA website to support this. There's the introductory document, which explains how to use the scheme. Then there's two separate Excel competence spreadsheets, one for offshore survey and one for remote systems and ROV. And then there's some templates for observation records um, so an individual can observe the, um, the candidates carrying out the role. There's a questioning record template where you can detail 
the specific questions that were asked of the candidate and his answers. There's a witness testimony template whereby somebody can assign to say that they've witnessed the candidate carrying out the role. And there's the candidate testimony template where the, the candidate himself can make his notes on the process and, and that it was suitable and that he was happy with it, etc. IMCA also have a series of logbooks and competence records that they have made available. Uh, now these cover many different uh, specializations. There's the crane operator's logbook, the diving inspector's personal logbook, diving technician's logbook. There's a DP logbook, life support logbook, um, offshore mariner's logbook, uh, survey personnel, and an RV personnel logbook. So there's many different uh, logbooks and competence records that are available through IMCA. And you can check out the details of this on the website. Thanks very much for listening. Look forward to seeing you again.